everyone. Welcome to the first episode of my very own podcast. I'm going to call it a couple of creeps. If you don't know by now, my name is Morgan and I am joined by my two least favorite hosts, Mm -hmm. Colin Mm -hmm. and Chris. Mm -hmm. And if their voices sound oddly familiar, it's because they are the hosts of the wildly popular Simply Whelmed pop culture podcast that comes out every Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I agreed to let them on here is because I happen to be married with one of them. It's because you need someone to say how to do this. I did not say that. <laughs> I'm just the eye candy. Yeah. He's just here because he, you didn't want to make him feel left out. And I'm only here because you needed someone to run the thing. I didn't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of accusations. If she was confident enough, they she would came, do this by herself. They came begging me, asking if they could be part of my please, podcast. Please. <laughs> please let me in. Now, they focus on the pop culture and the now. I am a little different. I like all things creepy. Aliens, ghosts, serial killers. That's why you're married to me. (laughs) Bingo! (laughs) Bingo! But, so, this podcast will be called A Couple of Creeps. Hopefully you like it. Please love me. (laughs) I need it. I need this. You only need a win right now. (laughs) Going through a rough spot. I just really need. I really really need this. It's just episode seven, and you're. Please, somebody. Nobody has listened. Please, somebody. Turns out I forgot to post it, (laughs) and I'm just like, you're too afraid to tell you that I messed up. (laughs) First seven episodes, I'm like, I can't believe nobody's listening. Not a single download, and I'm like, I'm making fake accounts to comment. I know, baby. I don't know. Oh, they love you, baby. And it's just Chris and I fucking Smurfs, you know, fake accounts. You guys are panicking. Yeah. Ooh, do you want us to swear in this or no? You want to keep this clean? Oh, no, you can swear. Fuck. Shit. Well, she. So, you didn't tell me. What's the premise of this podcast? So, the premise of this podcast is to talk about, like I said, all things creepy. creepy. Like this week, I'm going to be talking about the Skinwalker Ranch. But it's going to vary. Like I said, it's going to be about serial killers, aliens, cryptids. Ghosts and goblins. Ghosts, goblins. Are you telling me? Our neighbors. Are you telling me you might be doing like true crime? Yeah. I'm all about true crime. Mm. Paranormal true crime. (laughs) Gets my socks off. The closer the she can be, the better. (laughs) (laughs) I am the crime. I am. Did you ever see the movie? I uh, am the danger. I have to take this out of pop culture. Did you ever see the movie Creep? I know that you did. You watched it with me. Yeah. You ever seen <laughs> Creep? Yeah. No, have you seen that movie? No. Oh, you got to check it out. Yeah. They're, one and two are both, both super creepy. Good. Yeah. But. Um, Chris is chugging a iced chai tea. And that's why I need this podcast to go because that's my last one. <laughs> and it's delicious. I hope All so. Right. We're on you, girl. So. Today, we're going to be talking about something really fun. I think it's fun anyway. We're going to be talking about Skinwalker Ranch. I like skin and I like walking. <laughs> and I don't live on a ranch, but that may change someday. <laughs> ranch is pretty good dressing, so I'm, I'm I like skin and walkers, whether they be zombies or people on the move. <laughs> Who knows? Testers? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> okay. So, just as a little backstory. The Skinwalker Ranch is a property approximately 512, that is approximately 512 acres, located southeast of Ballard, Utah. 
It is reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO-related activities. Its name is taken from the skinwalker of Navajo legend concerning vengeful shamans. So if that vengeful sounds, uh, yeah. So if that sounds like something you're into, let's uh, let's just let's hop right dive into in. it. Okay. So as I said, they're in in Utah. They're located in the Uinta Basin in northeast Utah. The Skinwalker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch, and, believe it or not, the UFO Ranch. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Nobody fucking lived there. No. <laughs> it's just, we got skinwalkers, we got UFOs, <laughs> we got, we got killer some clowns. guy named Sherman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's the worst part. Yeah. Sherman. The Shermans, man. Mm. But this ranch is filled with myths and mysteries, including UFOs, aliens, cattle mutilations, crop circles, Navajo witches, and skinwalkers. The ranch is located about 3.5 miles southeast of Fort Duquesne, Utah, and borders the Ute Indian Reservation. The Indians have long said that the bordering ranch is on the path of the skinwalker. Parentheses, whatever. Parentheses. And <laughs> <laughs> you did air with parentheses. Parentheses, as I do air quotes. And for that reason, have long been forbidden to go near the property. Just for reference, a skinwalker is a malevolent, malevolent shape-shifting witch of the Navajo people, which the UT people take very seriously. Malevolent or malevolent? Good. I'm just trying to throw it. I was going to say, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm reading what I wrote, guy. It so, didn't have the red squiggly under it. It's a word. It's a word. It told me I spelled it right. So, the ranch was the first homestead by the Myers family in 1905 and consisted of a few small buildings on the northwest corner of the ranch at the foot of Skinwalker Ridge. Later, the original homestead was abandoned and the Myers established a new home on the eastern side of the ranch. By the 1930s, it was occupied by Kenneth John Myers and his wife, Edith Child Myers. They lived on the property until 1987 during their time on the ranch, they made no reports of any strange occurrences, though some of their neighbors did. Yeah, so they're just like disturbances. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the neighbors. They're just rocking out. Them yeah. Duke boys are at it again. Them uh, Myers kids. They don't know how to behave. Meyer, I barely know her. <laughs> In the 1950s, numerous reports of UFOs began and continued throughout the next several decades. And this is a fun fact. Interestingly enough, these were not the first reports of strange aircrafts in the sky. The earliest mention dates are from the late 1700s when Spanish explorers in search of the Spanish Trail passed through the Uinton Basin and reported seeing a craft in the sky over their campfires at night. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. yeah. You said seven, late 1700s. Late 1700s. Man, when you got stuff like that, like if there's evidence backing that up. Well, but it's hard because, like, what evidence? It's the 1700s. You got a bunch of Spaniards going, there was some shit in the sky. I'll tell there you was right something now. moving up there. <laughs> I like that you gave them a slight southern accent. <laughs> you know, those southern Spaniards. <laughs> you, you know. The conquistadors coming in going, well, God damn. <laughs> there's some lights. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's some stars moving up there's there. There's some lights in the sky. But by the 1970s, the UFO reports numbered in the hundreds and included strange fireballs and aircrafts that ranged from 20 to 30 feet across to as large as a football field. Jeez. Yeah. They were described variously as round, oval, 
cigar-shaped and triangular. Some were surrounded by a glowing green light. I got some cigar shaped. Are you describing <laughs> trying not to break a round was, oval cigar shaped? The only thing I couldn't put them. together was the triangle. I could see them out of the corner of my eyes, and I'm like, I, I can't look at them. Some were surrounded by a glowing green light. Others emitted wavy red beams, and others appeared to shoot colored lights from their underbellies. The Utah Highway Patrol were getting so many UFO calls that the troopers stopped filling out incident reports. <laughs> <They're just> like, <laughs> they're like, just, they threw in the towel. <laughs> it's like, just Tuesday. We can't do anything about it. I'm tired of it's writing. It's like the first of the month at a grocery store. Yeah. They just accept it. It's just it's life just, now. Why is it so busy? Oh, it's the first of the month. It's, it's, it's life. <laughs> why are there so many UFOs? We live in Utah. We live in Utah. <laughs> we're next to Skinwalker Ranch. What are you talking yeah. about? But at the same time, local ranchers also began to report bizarre cattle mutilations. Mutilations, huh? Yeah. Like what? You got a list there, just mutilations. Well, just you wait and see. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's, <laughs> there's so more. much more. So after the Myers vacated the ranch in 1987, it stood empty for seven years before it was purchased by Terry and Gwen Sherman in 1994. The couple moved in with their two children and livestock. To their surprise, they found that the previous owners had placed deadbolt locks on all the windows and doors, including those in the house, so like closet doors in the pantry had Jesus. deadbolts on them. Keep something in or she keeps something out. Yeah. It said some of these had deadbolts on both the inside and the outside oh. of the house. Even the kitchen cabinets had bolts on them. And at both ends of the house, iron stakes with heavy chains had been installed which the Sherman's guests were used for large go- large guard dogs. My lord. Fort so, Knox. Yeah. That just means that some shit really was happening and the Myers just weren't reporting it. Well, so I wonder, <laughs> you know, I, I, like I say, I don't know if, <laughs> if anybody's ever listened to the Simply One podcast. There's a cryptic corner in there, not to mm-hmm. cross-pollinate mm-hmm. here, but who hosts that is Chris. That would be my big fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I always try and take, like, the... Okay, let's say it's not the paranormal. What would it be? I wonder if the Myers were into some, like... Cult shit? Well, not necessarily oh. cult shit, but, like, were they keeping people against their will? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why they have all the doors locked and deadbolted, and they've got a fucking stake out back with a chain attached to it? Yeah. Were they keeping people against their will? And that's some of the weird shit that the neighbors were reporting on? Mm. Yeah. You know? But just imagine the house having deadbolts on both inside and outside yeah, the doors. Yeah, that's weird. It's like... I, that, I that's like finding a secret room in the basement where you're like, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. I ain't going in there. Yeah. That's that's going to be a hard pass Except for me. The secret room is the house. The Imagine house. like locking your keys inside by accident. <laughs> You'd never get them back. You'd have to break the windows. But the very day the Shermans took possession, the family spotted a large coyote or a wolf in one of their pastures, which soon started to approach them, making its way to a livestock pen. It then grabbed a calf by the nose, trying to drag it through the crowd bars. Terry Sherman and his father then began beating the animal to make it release the calf, but were unsuccessful. So when that failed... They just started beating a wolf? Yeah. Like with their bare hands? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's but, commitment. Yeah. That's, but that's an important cow. When that was unsuccessful, Terry shot the animal point blank with a point three fifty seven Magnum. <laughs> 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 Just gangbang style. 
But still the animal held onto the calf and just stood there calmly looking at the men. And after a few more shots, the animal trotted off. And even after all of that, the animal showed no signs of blood or injury. Ooh. I would be backing Yikes. back up and going back. That's a mega wolf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they said the Sherman men followed the tracks of the animal for about a mile before they suddenly ended as if it had simply vanished. Yeah. A few weeks later, Gwen Sherman was in her car and had an encounter with a wolf that was so large its back was parallel with the top of her window, and the wolf was accompanied by a dog-like animal that she couldn't identify. She's like, I don't know what the hell that is. A wolf with gunshots in it. And probably. But damn, if that thing's still trotting around. Yeah, man. Otherworldly. Otherworldly. Over the next two years, the Shermans, as well as their neighbors, reported seeing a number of strange animals in the area. These included exotic multicolored birds, not native to the region, and tall, dark beasts that resembled Bigfoot or Sasquatch. On one occasion, the Sherman saw a strange hyena-like creature attacking one of their horses, and they decided to, they described the creature as low to the ground, heavily muscled, weighing about 200 pounds, with curly red hair and a bushy tail. I mean, shit, that just describes me. Right, yeah. <laughs> she, she. I got bushy tail. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> as, uh, as Terry Sherman approached the animal, it vanished before his eyes, and the horse was found with numerous claw marks on its mm. legs, and a few months later, a neighbor reported seeing a similar beast running across their property. Oh, so it wasn't even just the Sherman family that was making... People around. Oh, snaps. Ah, that's what sells me, is like when other people are like... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm seeing it. I saw that yeah. fucking Bigfoot was in my backyard last night. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they ain't messing around. I shot that wolf five times. And he's still moving. Um, the Shermans, like their neighbors, also saw strange lights and flying objects, including more than a dozen in one evening. On many of the nights that they spotted the UFOs, they also experienced the death or disappearance of seven of their best cows. Dang, seven? Seven. How many heads count do they have? Apparently a lot. Yeah. Because it's a massive ranch. It was 512 acres. Right. Yeah, man. You have a bunch of cattle there. Bunch yeah. of cows, horses. Yeah. Cows. Don't be cows outside. Don't be cows outside. Fort. I, I don't mean to jump ahead. So are we saying that the skinwalker is an alien? Potentially. Potentially. I mean, footprints just vanish, right? Taking... Shots to the head and the chest point blank. Yeah. Not even flinching, not even blinking. Just things a tank. Maybe the wolf is like not. Maybe it's a robot. Maybe it's an android that the aliens made like a drone. Putting tentacles in the water <laughs> makes a freaking frog gay. Get get low get low head. Everybody take a breath. Everybody take a deep breath. Uh got lost lost my train of thought. Sorry, I got lost in the sauce thing. <laughs> Four disappeared without a trace, and three more were found dead and partially mutilated. One of the dead cows had a peculiar hole in the center of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched. Another cow was found with a similar hole in its left eye and a six-inch hole about an inch deep had been carved out of its rectum, and the last cow to be killed had been seen alive by the sun just five minutes earlier, and it had a six-inch wide, 18-inch deep hole Cord out of its rectum. What's wrong? I, I can I can tell you why right now. <laughs> that rectum. 
<laughs> I tore it up. I'm well, so I, there is. I'm like, are people fucking these cows? Yeah, you know I mean, like it's a thing. Yeah, I know. Like, is somebody breaking into this person's farm and having sex with the cattle and then killing them? Yeah, but it's just a sick, uh, small hole in the left eye is what killed him. The first one, and then this one had the hole in the eye, and then uh, about a six, uh, six inch, inch hole, wide, six inch hole about an inch deep had been carved of its rectum. Man's built like a soup can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the last cow to be killed had been seen alive. By the sun just five minutes earlier. That's true. Yeah, that guy was in and out. He <laughs> was quick. And it had a six inch wide, 18 inch deep hole cored out of its rectum that extended to the body cavity. So when you say cored, do you just mean like straight up like they drilled out a hole in like this cow's butt? Yeah. Probing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probing. Yeah, all jokes aside. Chris and I are just man children who heard hole in rectum and rectum. <laughs> that is true. I, I was trying so hard not to acknowledge I was, trying so hard I was to keep fine it until he started doing it. I was trying like, to keep it together, oh, bitch. Oh my god. I'm, you guys are uninvited. No. <laughs> in all three cases, there were no traces of blood found, and a chemical odor was also apparent, and there was no evidence of predators, footprints, or tire tracks. The cattle that had just disappeared seemed to have been magically lifted from the snow and their hoof prints would lead to a field and then just simply stop. Mm-hmm. They got sucked up into the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ground would be littered with broken twigs and branches and the tops of the trees appeared to have been cut off. UFO came down. Yep. Yep. It also says... Um, other strange events were also happening during these years. Pastures would unexplainably light up at night, and the sounds of heavy machinery could be heard from, like, underneath the earth. Mm, like the mole man? Yeah. And, uh... What was his name from uh, The Incredibles? Underminer? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the mole guy from Atlantis. Journey to Atlantis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And while all that's happening, poltergeist type of activities are also occurring, like items disappearing and reappearing at a later time. These guys can't catch a break. No. I was say, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. They were hearing strange and disembodied voices that were speaking in unfamiliar languages. And they were being heard from above, like God talking down to you. But yeah. in a language, you're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, these guys got like the appetizer sampler of spooks. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you got aliens. One you got of everything. Aliens, you got, you got ghosts. You got ghosts. You got mole men. You got mole men. You got Sasquatch walking God, around back maybe. there. Uh, crop circles of flattened grass were found on the ranch. However, naturally. I, yeah, naturally. Why wouldn't they? However, the final straw happened one evening in May of 1996, when Terry Sherman was outside with three of his dogs, when he noticed a blue orb darting around in the field near the ranch house, and he, for some reason, urged his dogs to go after it. Rookie mistake. Yeah. What a dunce. And the dogs chased and barked at the orb as they followed it into some thick brush. Sherman heard them make three terrible yelps, and when he called for them, they didn't respond. And when he went looking for them the next morning, like, this dude's like, I don't know what happened like, well, to him, but well, I'm, I'm not, not going out there. I'm yeah, not no. going out there. Sorry, dogs. I'll come check on Especially you in the morning. as a ranch hand, I mean, his dogs probably aren't, like, man's best friend. They're workers. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're, yeah. they're a tool, unfortunately. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what happened, but yeah. I'll look great in the morning. Um, when he went out the next morning, all he found were three greasy-looking lumps with what appeared to be a scorched spot. 
Oh. Jesus. Needless to say, the dogs were never like seen again. Vaporized. Yeah. They were vaporized and just left an oil stain in the grass. Jesus. Do you think it could have been like a quick uh, uh, decomposing tool? Right, you know, kind of like dinosaurs. Or they just, just got flat. Oh, yeah. I th- yeah, I'm with Colin. I think they were just like, Vaporized. fire, and just gone. Mm-hmm. You know, like how in, in Fallout, you hit them with the plasma yeah, gun, yeah. they leave like a pile of goo. Things like that. Mm. Yeah, that's I think. But after two years of these terrifying events, the family finally decided to speak out. Jesus, all that was just in two years. Yeah, all that was just within two <laughs> <My> years. <God. laughs> yeah. That's you ever thought lot. about moving? Yeah, <laughs> right. Why don't we go stay in the hotel down the street? But the family finally decided to speak out with the first claims from the Sherman family appearing in the Salt Lake City, Utah Desert News. And then later in the alternative weekly Las Vegas Mercury as a series of articles. With everything that had been happening... With everything that had been happening... The Shermans decided that they were going to sell the ranch. Yeah. Good on them. No shit. About Smart fucking move. time. Yeah. Good call. But before they could even get it on the market, a millionaire businessman by the name of Robert Bigelow, who is a believer in ufology and founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, offered to buy the ranch after reading about the events in the newspaper. Bigelow bought the ranch for 200000 contingent on a non-disclosure agreement with the Shermans, who agreed not to talk further about the events on the ranch. So the Shermans are now gone. Hmm. They're gone. They're like, deuces. Yeah, they took it and ran. Yeah, sure. Be my guess. Yeah, bye. Bigelow then began to establish a compound with a high-tech sensing... That's one of your favorite words. It is. I love the word compound. With high-tech sensing equipment and PhD-level field investigators, scientists, and a security detail which guarded the property 24 hours a day. The investigators were tasked with collecting evidence, interviewing eyewitnesses, and searching for for explanations. However, with little apparent, quotation marks, parentheses, (laughs) air quotes, yes, asterisks, (laughs) one one of these days I'll get it right, with apparent success, the National Institute of Discovery Science was disbanded in 2004. But with that being said, it was quickly replaced with Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. Um, sorry, my brain stopped. Aerospace Advanced Space Studies, which was way more secretive and was apparently working towards a government sponsor. Secretive and government, I don't like that. And in 2007, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program was a secret investi- investigatory investigative effort funded by the United States Defense Department to study unidentified flying objects primarily on Skinwalker Ranch. They don't be throwing that stuff out for no reason. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Over the next several years, $22 million was spent on the program and was run by a military official who was based out of the Pentagon. The largely... So this, the shadowy program was largely funded at the request of Harry Reid, the Nevada Democrat who was the Senate majority at the time and who has long had an interest in space phenomena and was also, coincidentally, a longtime friend of Robert Bigelow. It all circles it back all around. all connects. That's that billionaire money. Mm-hmm. Violent politician. This information, however, was not publicly known at the time until it was released by the New York Times in 2017. 
That year, the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies lost its funding from the Department of Defense, and after that, the ranch was sold for $4.5 million wow. to Adamantium Holdings, and um, Bigelow's company then disbanded the security team, but it was quickly replaced by the new owners. Those suckers only sold it for 200 k The same year, the Hicken Ranch Road, a Unton County public road, which bisected the Skinwalker Ranch, was gated, and as of today, there is no access to the property, which is guarded by cameras and barbed wire fences, and gates block the entrance with large warning signs. What? We gotta break in. Yes. So uh, that's that's Skinwalker Ranch. For legal reasons, this is a joke. Just out in the middle of the field with our fucking recorder. All right, guys, welcome back to the Simply Wells. Yeah. (laughs) Man, stuff like that. (laughs) It's just we're all recording, and you see the lights (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Real quiet. We just have deep bags under our eyes. We haven't slept for days. I'm like. We finally made it. We're in. <laughs> we made here. it over the fence. It's taken us five days, 12 hours, and 13 seconds. <laughs> no, but it always it always kind of gives me the willies when like stuff like that the happens. Gets involved. And then the government gets involved. Because then yeah. it's like, ooh, something's here that they don't want us to know because they're blocking it off, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason the, the gov got involved. Yeah. There's a reason that that road is now gated and cameras either, are everywhere. There's either a threat or a resource, you know? Mm-hmm. Something they want to keep out or something they want to keep from themselves. All right. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I want to know both because if yeah. I can keep it and sell it to the government, I want to make I mean, that move. That's me. I mean, the cheddar. Pentagon was like, we got we got to keep whatever's in there contained. So that says something. Pentagon's been a little quiet lately. I think they're cooking up something. Pentagons are probably Pentagons. All we got three of them. All, all three of them. The, <laughs> all I'm going to say that everyone who works in the Pentagon lives there, and they are Pentagonians. Pentagonians. <laughs> Pentagonians. Pentagonians, and they're up in space with the aliens. You ever see, oh. the, movie, you ever see the movie Elysium with old Matty Damon? There's yeah. like the sky society. Oh, yes, like yes, 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 yes. And all the slums are down on Earth. It's going to be like that in like yeah. about 10 years. Yeah. Except it's all the Pentagonians up and there. It's all, all I got to say is Skinwalker Ranch. I've yeah. never seen the Pentagon in person. Like, I don't think most people have. Real. Exactly. Might not even be real. <laughs> I've been there. Not inside it, but I've seen it. Mm. And I'm sure you've seen it on your fucking DC trip. Oh, probably. Mm. Where, where, there was, where there were all the benches for yeah. 9-11? Yes. Yeah, that's right at the Pentagon. To be fair, I was also 14 and probably not very interested in looking at the Pentagon. <laughs> I kept my eye out for it. I didn't see it. That's God on its truth. They have those mirrors oh, that God. hide everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mirrors, all stacked up. You just the fuck is that? Where did it go? Trees. Someone scans a badge at a bench and <laughs> you like, see two mirrors. You slide <laughs> and they go in and just disappear. <laughs> He's a Pentagonian. <laughs> No, so, I don't know, man. Like, there is something there with the government. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, to this day. To this like, day. Like, you can't go in. Yeah. Yeah. But so, is the government still involved to this day? We or is it a private owner? So, supposedly, um, Adamantium Holdings is mm-hmm. a private owner. But they might be funded by the government. Yeah. It's like a like a private yeah. military company. You know? Yeah, because well, when the I was... The U.S. can declare war on somebody without declaring war. When I was reading about them, they're like a... A real estate company. Yeah. But that's all That's all I could find. They're why the fucking housing market sucks so bad. They're buying up all the houses. They're buying up all the houses and putting aliens in them. Putting them on fucking Zillow for like <laughs> twice the price. I 
don't think the government uh, adamantium holdings is uh, putting house. Hold on, he might be on. I'm going to hijack this podcast and turn into like the next. uh, What's that called? With the whole uh, crazy boy just got sued for like a trillion dollars. Oh, um, practical jokers. Alex Jones. (laughs) Alex Jones. Yeah, what the fuck's Uh, the same thing? Turning the frogs gay. Um, (laughs) I can't remember. CNN, I think. (laughs) Like conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm just gonna hijack it. I'm gonna become the next Alex Jones, minus the, uh, you know, slander against mass killings. I, uh, I don't think so. I'm gonna put a hard pass on that. Hard stop right there. You know what it is? It's the damn government getting involved. They're putting things in the water. (laughs) Turns the freaking frogs gay. (laughs) But no. Um. Yeah. Aliens, maybe. Bigfoot. No. I don't know. I don't think it's Bigfoot. I think, what if the aliens are just like pulling all all the cryptids together? All the cryptids. It's like Godzilla. There. They're putting off the the beacons, draw all yeah. the monsters together, let them fight. And they're just gonna fight it out. They're just gonna duke it out on Skinwalker. Dude, we got a movie idea right here. Let me throw this one at you. How do we know that the aliens didn't drop off Bigfoot, Bigfoot. and Bigfoot's just a habitat from another planet? All right, let's get fucking we real. We don't. Oh my let's god. Let's get real weird here. What if what it's if? like Mortal Kombat out on Yo! Skinwalker Ranch? <laughs> What if? Stop talking, playing. Now, what if the aliens seeded life on Earth, and Bigfoot's the missing link, and they put him back? I think he's off. Or Bigfoot's like the proto-human. I like my theory. I like my idea. What's your theory? My theory is that the aliens dropped off Bigfoot, and Bigfoot is just a, you know like a human, but just from another planet. He's just, he's just a G from planet. XYZ. Right. You know? Hear me out. Hear me out. When we go trespassing on Skinwalker Ranch, yep. we need to take those hypothetically. Bo- hypothetically. <coughs> Allegedly. We need to take those boards like they did on the Discovery Channel searching for Bigfoot, and we can just stand them on the ranch and smack them together. Yeah, the knocking, the tree knocking. <laughs> yeah. Found us a <laughs> Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. Find me a Sam Squanch out here in Utah. Well, Appreciate your. That was quite a bit of research. That was. That's no, that was really interesting. A lot of research done on a cryptid like that. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Yeah. We're looking at you, Christofferson. Uh, I supply plenty of research with my cryptids, and I don't appreciate this slander. This. I have five pages. Propaganda. She wrote that. And it's not even like in big. I think. Uh, she got it done in thirty minutes. Look at that. Half of that. It's 15 minutes right there. Boom. Anyway. You just fucking... All right, well. Clicks the mic. Well, it's been fun. Been (laughs) fun. Keep it creepy. I'll be back in a week. I might be. What about you, Christopher? If they let me. I don't know. If I get bullied, I might have to rethink (laughs) about it again. It's not bullying, it's ribbing. You know? <laughs> Bill's character. Yeah, rob some dirt out. It's bullying when I push you down the steps and call you stupid. <laughs> Just blame it on you. <laughs> he tripped, I swear. He tripped, I didn't do that. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. I promise I'll get better. This is just the first episode. Um, but keep it creepy, and I'll be back. Have a good week. <laughs>